It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The 100 Ways to Become Wealthy. And I am super excited about this because, um, you know, I I believe in, um, uh, you know, having the resources that you need in order to not only just survive, but to thrive. And then you can always give back to others and give uh, to organizations and give to charities or start a charity or a foundation of your own. Um, and it is my goal to be a humanitarian and philanthropist. So um, obviously this is uh, one of the things that is you know, pertinent in my opinion to getting you to those places if that's where you choose to be one of those things like I just mentioned. Um, And so a lot of times people are afraid to talk about money or they think it's, um, you know, I don't believe in boasting about how much you make, but I'm also here to provide you with information that can help you um, on a path to success and wealth, if you so choose, or just on a path to paying your everyday bills. I mean, it's really up to you, whatever your mindset is. I think that what, you know, that any one person can glean something from today's podcast. So that is my prayer for today. So let's delve in, shall we? Becoming a millionaire or a billionaire or a trillionaire is no easy feat. That's why I'm here to provide 100 ways that you can become wealthy so that you have a wide variety of things in which to choose from. First up on our list today um, is 401k or Roth IRA. This is the most common out of the 100 ways to become wealthy. Simply invest in your 401k or Roth ITA and eventually over 10 to 12 years you can achieve it. This is also probably the longest way to millionaire status on this list, but it is the most realistic. Number two, winning the lottery. As low as your chances are, becoming a millionaire via the lottery is possible. Obviously, I would never recommend that someone spend their hard-earned money on trying to win the lottery, but it is an option. Number three, writing a book. Writing a book is a great way to accumulate wealth. You can have sales on autopilot all day while you go along your daily life. 
Most authors, such as myself, only make a couple of bucks every time they sell a book, a copy, but they sell thousands of copies. But if you sell thousands of copies a month, then that's going to, you know, make a significant impact. And I just wanted to let you all know that you can always go over to Amazon.com and check out my latest books. Just put in the um, search author Lisa Lewis and you'll see the books pop up that I am have contributed to and um, I would love for you to take a, a, a read and also leave a written review. Thank you. Number four, you could always marry into wealth, right? Um, once you get married, half of their assets become yours. I mean, that's not, I'm not popular with that, but you know, people have become millionaires by um, having a union. Uh, Number five is start a YouTube channel. Although it's never been harder than it is now, starting a YouTube channel is certainly a path towards millionaire status. Many YouTubers earn over a million dollars a year from their channel. Of course, this this did require a a lot of hard work and endless nights of editing, I'm sure. (laughs) So um, just know that... uh, my daughter is interested in being a top YouTuber, and she has, I believe, over a million, no, over 10,000, over 12,000 followers. And so that is, she is doing other things, but that is something that she has been working on for a couple of years now since she's been out of university. Number six is become a professional athlete. As we all know, professional athletes get paid an ungodly amount of money. And if you're willing to put in the hard work at your chosen sport and rise to the top, you certainly can become a millionaire. Number seven is invent a new product. A fairly common way to become a millionaire is by inventing a new product that someone wants, needs, or needs. Number eight, improve an existing product. Instead of trying to invent something from scratch or reinvent the wheel, you could simply take something that already exists and make it better. For example, Toyota didn't invent the car. They took it, made it different, better, and sold it. You can do the same with anything. Number nine, if you have an inheritance, having a relative close to you who passes away, you can acquire wealth that way and become a millionaire. Number 10, you could be, um, you know, if you're not uh, afraid of the camera, then you could be, uh, you know, a podcaster, uh, go around blogging or, uh, you know, and writing as well. Number 11, actor. Now is probably one of the hardest times ever to become an actor. There are many people that want to get into the profession. However, if you manage to get your way in and land some pretty decent roles, it certainly is a way that you can become a millionaire. Number 12, uh, you could um, help people who have been um, uh, defrauded um, and you can help them by, um, you know, locating the emails and also, um, it, you know, teaching them how not to give up their hard earned money and maybe becoming like a, uh, I would say an investor, if you will, and having them instead of being um you know, fraud, you know, going into fraudulent activity because they don't know any better, you could help them invest that money. Number 13 is a model. Are you easy to look at? If the answer is yes, you may want to consider modeling. These days, modeling gigs aren't just reserved for really um, 
attractive people either. More and more gigs are being available to uh, plus size models and the girl next door or the guy next door, just regular looking people like you and I. Number 14, politician. I'm not sure exactly how this one works, but it's surprising to me that the average income of a politician is around 175, 175K. They all seem to have a net worth well above a million dollars. It seems like they know something you and I don't. Number 15, movie producer. People forget how much money a successful movie producer can make. Do you have a passion for making movies? If so, get into the industry and start producing movies. If you become a high-quality movie producer, you could be a millionaire before you know it. Number 16, an angel investor. Angel investors are people that invest in companies when they are first getting started. For example, if you would have invested $1,000 in Uber when it first came out, your investment would be worth over $1 million today. If you have some cash on hand, see if you can pick out the next Uber. <laughs> uh, number 17, you can also go into uh, pharmaceuticals. Um, it is a sure far away to become a millionaire and, um, you know, and help uh, people in the industry um, who are sick. And so you can work at, uh, I guess, a a pharmacy in a store or at a local hospital. And also you can be a uh, distributor. Number 18, designer. Clothing designers really do wreck in more than you think. The top tier Versace designers reportedly make over half a million dollars a year. With just a few years of savings, you could become a millionaire in no time flat. Number 19, dropshipper. Drop shipping is one of those new shiny ways to become a millionaire. Drop shipping is simply the process of purchasing items straight from the manufacturer to a client. For example, you start a drop shipping site that sells shoes. You partner up with the manufacturer to make the shoes for you, like Louboutin. When uh, Joe from Texas purchases the shoes from your website, you contact the manufacturer and have them make the shoes and send them directly to Joe. 20. Car dealership. Although it does need a pretty big chunk of starting capital, probably the most from the list of 100 ways to become uh, wealthy, opening a car dealership is a pretty quick way to become a millionaire. According to comparably top-tier dealerships, profit the owner north of half a million a year. Number 21 a professional dog breeder. If you start breeding the right breed in bulk, you can really make progress on your way to becoming a millionaire. For example, a Tibetan uh, Mastiff pup goes for about $3,000. If you can breed a few hundred a year, you can make a ton of money. What I will say is that if you do decide to go this route, it is to treat the dogs with the most kindness and respect. These are innocent souls and make sure you have the right space as well as licensing before just getting two dogs and having them mate. Number 22 on the list is saving. Probably the simplest of this list of 100 ways to become wealthy and a millionaire is if you save everything you earn, it's only a matter of time before you will become a millionaire. 
I know this may be tough for many as we all have expenses that just don't seem to go away. Am I right? <laughs> but the, the objectivity here is to have more money than months instead of the other way around. Number 22, you could start an iPhone repair company. Learn how to repair iPhones, then start doing it for people around the world. Have them mail in their phone, you repair it, and mail it back for a price. Pretty simple, and it's a proven business model. On the other side of the break, we will come back and, and talk about our list of the 100 ways that you can become wealthy. So stay tuned, and we'll be back with more on the Lisa Lewis Show. Not live by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids, his dogs love it too. Last night I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachibutophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We are saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Toginet Radio. 
Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The 100 Ways to Become Wealthy. Um, And I should put and successful (laughs) as an entrepreneur. So um, let's see what's next on the list. I think I lost count, but we'll just we'll just continue. Be unique if you want to become a successful entrepreneur. You must be different from the rest of the world if you want to become a successful entrepreneur. It means you'll need to see the world with different eyes from everyone else. You'll need to see opportunities where everyone else sees problems. Your company will be unique based on the degree of how much you are unique. So just go out there and be your authentic self and you will be successful. Next on the list is think differently. If you are unique, you'll probably think differently from the rest of the world. So you will need to find different ways to solve the same problems. That's the difference between entrepreneurs and the rest of the world. Next is think about great ideas. Successful entrepreneurs have great ideas that are unique, different, and useful for the potential customer. If you want to build a company with a large business potential energy and become an entrepreneur, you must think about great ideas and not average ones. So, you know, be different, be abnormal, right? Uh, I love it. Next on the list is dream about how you will change the world when you become a successful entrepreneur. Each great idea can change the world. Look at Apple and Steve Jobs. That really changed the look of the world as we know it from the past. If you want to become a successful entrepreneur, you will need to dream. Dream about impossible things because there is nothing that is impossible. Next, follow your passion if you want to become a successful entrepreneur. If you want to become a successful entrepreneur, you will need to include your passion for your business. It is your personal feelings and emotion that make you feel a positive affinity about something in which you do. You will need that to carry on your legacy as well as your culture in your business. Also, think about the biggest problems. The world will always have problems that still require the solution. Find the biggest one that you can solve and transfer it into your company. That's a way to become a successful entrepreneur. Next is think about the biggest needs. On the market, there are also needs. You will need to find the biggest one and incorporate the possible ways of satisfying those needs into your business. Next is think about the best solutions about problems and needs. Each problem needs a solution that will satisfy some of the biggest needs on the market. Make the best solutions of the existing problems and needs on the market. Next, think about what makes you happy. If you become an entrepreneur, it doesn't mean that you need to be unhappy. You're at the first place in your company. Think about what you uh, are trying to do and instill and incorporate that into your business model as well as your culture. I think um, 
happy people are more successful people. I I do believe that because you are, um, you have positive energy and you are not only, um, uh, striving, but you're thriving in the world. And also you're passing that on the positivity of that, the energy that comes from that. And it just propels into something that is just bigger than you are. And that's a good thing. Don't forget about your personal objectives. You are the human being before and after you become an entrepreneur. So you must think about your personal objectives that need to be accomplished when you become an entrepreneur. Start with networking. You will need as much as possible as far as networking your company. And that goes for marketing as well. When you're networking, you are marketing. You cannot start your business without your networks that you, that can launch you to the exponential success in which you're uh, dreaming up. And so it's super important. I'm so glad that, you know, oral is opening back up. I'm going to get back into um, hosting my once a month, uh, real estate meetups, because I mean, I met some of the most dynamic people and there was one gentleman that was willing to come, to come, um, like 150 miles one way. So that's a 300 mile trip for him. And it was once a month and uh, believe it or not, I used to do it. I did it on Wednesdays and then I tried Fridays because I was like, you know what? Friday, it's at the end of the week. Most people were like, oh, that'll never work. But I did successfully always have five plus people, including the gentleman that that did a uh, um, 300 mile trip uh, who would come. So I'm going to have it at a nice restaurant again. It'll probably still be at, um, uh, well, I'm thinking about it. So we'll see. We'll we'll get that up and running. And um, I'm looking to probably launch that in um, September once, you know, school has started back, the kiddos are back in school. And I think it'll also be an outlet where, you know, um, successful parents can come out who are looking to be in real estate, whether that is investing, whether that is flipping, whether that is um, buying and holding, whether that is being an Airbnb host. And that's another thing that I will bring to the table because now that I am one, I can teach on that as well. And I'm thinking about having different, uh, obviously have different speakers come in from all walks of life that have to do with real estate because we're always going to need real estate. You know, when you're born, you need real estate. You're born in a hospital. Well, that's real estate sitting on property. And when you die, you'll need real estate. So in everything in between, am I right? <laughs> so, um, that is something that I'm looking forward to. So, uh, Michael, what I'm getting at is networking, networking and networking is the name of the game. And, um, the more you do it, the more you'll feel, um, comfortable in your own skin doing it. And, you know, I'm more of an introvert. And so, um, although I love to chat, but I'm more of an introvert. However, when I was doing these meetups, it allowed me to come out of my shell, do be uncomfortable, um, be comfortable being uncomfortable in order to, uh, create, new friendships 
new alliances. So it, it worked out well for me. So network, network, and network. Next is start listening. Listening becomes one of the most important business functions of today. You will need to listen if you want to know about the problems and needs of your clientele. These are very useful pieces of information that you can incorporate into your company. I love getting feedback, even if it's constructive feedback or something that we don't want to hear. At least it's coming from, because sometimes we're so close to a situation that we cannot see, (laughs) you know, Uh, like they say, you can't see the forest for the trees. So being able to get a perspective that is different than yours um, might, in fact, help you to turn your business around. I know as I'm hosting the Airbnb, I love getting feedback because that's telling me how maybe the next um, I can improve the improve it for the next person and their experience, thereby getting better reviews, thereby being um, open and up, you know, up on the top of the algorithm as far as Airbnb goes. So don't be afraid of constructive feedback. (laughs) I tell you, it has helped me along my journey in my personal life as well as business. Next is find your unique personality. Your unique personality is something that will differentiate you from the rest of the entrepreneurs and in the same time will differentiate your company from the rest of the companies. And, you know, it's always great to have competition. I know some people may be weary uh, uh, or fearful of competition, but there's no need to, to do that. You know, competition is good because none of us can get all of the business. So I think, you know, iron, I know, not think, I know that iron sharpens iron. So you don't have to worry about people who are not in your lane, but people who are, you know, who may have the same product or who may be in the same line of business. You don't have to worry about it. You know, with me being in real estate, I learned that every customer, I'm not going to take every customer, you know, because our personalities may clash. However, I can refer that customer to my colleague, thereby networking and thereby helping someone else who's in the field, right? Because again, real estate is never going to go away. I'm never going to be able to get all the sales, but by sharing to me, that's caring. So don't be afraid to, um, you know, turn people away if they're not the right fit. And don't be afraid to share and do referrals for someone who, who you know may be a better fit, even though they're in the same space that you, in, that you are in, if that makes sense. Because what you give out, you get back. Next is learn from successful persons to become a successful entrepreneur. If you want to become an entrepreneur, you must start to learn from successful people. Identify yourself with them and start implementing what they are doing for their success. And you can learn from them. Now, on the other side of this short commercial break, we will come back and we will tackle more of the 100 ways in which to become wealthy. And uh, don't be afraid to go over and search us on Apple Podcasts, The Lisa Lou Show, and download podcasts while you're on the go. Stay tuned for more 
of The Lisa Lewis Show. Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The 100 Ways to Become Wealthy. So let's delve in, shall we? Before the short commercial break, we were talking about how you can learn from successful people. And I just want to reiterate that for a moment. Never be afraid to um, get mentors. I have learned how to have mentors in my life for quite some time now, (laughs) for at least, I don't know, three decades, I'd like to say. So that's aging me a bit, but oh well. (laughs) But um Yes. And then also don't be afraid when you have learned everything that you can learn from that mentor to find another mentor. There are some mentors who maybe can be with you for a lifetime. And then there's others that you have to have just for a season. And I don't know what that season looks like for you, but when you are, you know, when you know that you're not learning anything else, you're not growing anymore, they're not, um, you're becoming, you know, they've become more like an, an old sock, if you will, (laughs) or, you know, a good friend. It's, it's, it's okay to have your mentor as a friend, but there there are boundaries. So when you feel like you just want to hang out with them, just to hang out, you probably are not going to learn any more from them. And you need to be searching for that next person who can take you to the next level. That has been my um, experience with it. Next on the list is read books from successful entrepreneurs. There are plenty of books from successful entrepreneurs who can give you the knowledge that you need to become a successful entrepreneur. And you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, that's why I love, I always say, that I love having mentors and looking up to people who are much smarter than I am or much more brilliant than I am in a particular area, Uh, just like real estate. That's why I'm teaming up with a broker who I feel um, will 
get me to where I know that I want to go as far as real estate and also give me the space in, in order to advance and grow. And so that's what you need to do as well. Find someone who not only can show you the way, lead the way, but also give you space to advance and grow and, you know, know when it is time to move on. Next is read a lot. You need to read a lot because it is the only way to always increase your knowledge and in such a way that your business will have the potential and the energy in order to flow and grow. Next is read blogs about entrepreneurship in order to become a successful entrepreneur. There are plenty of blogs about entrepreneurship that you can read on the everyday basis in order to increase your knowledge and find some useful ideas or new technology. I will admit I am afraid <laughs> of new technology, but you know, it, it helps you to advance. It also helps you to keep all of your material organized. You know, there's nothing worse than being unorganized, let me tell you. <laughs> so, um, you know, as we were talking about earlier about being uncomfortable, it is okay to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, especially if it's in an area in which you know you need to grow, but you're fearful of... Um, of learning something new. I mean, I understand that. When I first started in real estate uh, school, I was very fearful every time it came for, uh, for me to take the exam. But now looking back, I got through it. And so now my next step is overcoming this fear that I have of taking my state and national exam and just pulling the plug and getting her done. And so, um, I'm right there with you, but together we can grow in advance. Next on the list is be disciplined. If you want to become an entrepreneur, forget about being undisciplined or indisciplined. Um, you know, get up and do things maybe that are um, strategic. Again, like we said, networking, marketing, finding time to um, do the paperwork. You know, get back with those emails, but maybe not doing doing emails so much during people time and people time is anywhere from eight to eight. So from eight in the morning, you can be on the phone uh, with clients um, or whatever it is, your line of business. If you are a salesperson, um, say a car salesman, then you need to be out there and meeting and greeting people who are coming in to buy cars, which is a great time to buy a car. I hear there's a shortage and, you know, I was just hearing on the news last night where you can even get more money for a used car than when you first purchased the car. So, I mean, I was like, really? That is, I mean, how neat is that? Anyway, um, you know, not being behind the desk, like me as a real estate, being a real estate agent, once I pass my test, I won't, want to be in the office behind my desk. I want to do that during non-people time. So if I want to get up early, five o'clock or maybe, and be in my office from, I don't know, five to seven, and then be on the road by eight o'clock and pe during people time. And then if I want to do more things in the office, um, you know, then doing that after eight o'clock eight o'clock at night, because by then I'm not calling anyone. I'm not getting back with anyone. I'm going to have to leave 
calls for the next day because I don't believe in calling people after eight o'clock and for sure not after 10 unless you've given me permission to do so. Uh, will I call you between 8 p.m. and 10? And then after then, I'm off. Um, but anyway, just learning how to be disciplined is going to go a long way. Also, something that has helped me tremendously is ironing. Um, you know, ironing your clothes, setting out what you need to set out for the for the week or maybe two weeks. I mean, that's what we did this last Sunday. My daughter came over and helped me um, iron her uh, brother's clothing for the next two weeks for school. And it helped out tremendously because now all I have to do, all we have to do is in the morning is go and pick out a hanger. It has the clothing on there. We've already thought it out. We've already ironed it. And then all we had to do is pick a belt and the accessories, the belt, the shoes, and, and, you know, socks. But it's a lot easier to discipline yourself than allow life to discipline you. Next is believe in your expertise. How can you expect your customers to believe in you or your company if you don't believe in your own capabilities? Start believing in yourself if you want everyone else to start believing in you. Next is increase your self-confidence. If you believe in your capabilities, then you can become an entrepreneur that will have enough self-confidence for such a job, whatever job that is that you have. However, if you don't have self-confidence, start finding the ways to increase your self-confidence right now. And one of the ways you can do it is doing self-talk. You know, you have to love yourself, obviously, first in order to exude love. Uh, also, maybe, you know, exercising, you know, taking a walk, a mid-morning walk or a mid-afternoon walk or a evening walk. Um, I have my Peloton, and so I need to start getting back on that uh, and dedicating at least one run, one cycle a day, you know. At first, uh, you know, I was doing one cycle a day, then I had advanced to two cycles, and now I'm doing zero. So, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here. I need to get back on there, start, you know, going to my cycling classes. And, I mean, because they even have cycling classes that are 15 minutes. I mean, who cannot give up 15 minutes a day for your health, you know, because your health is your um, number one wealth. Next on the list is find your best inspirations. What inspires you? Your inspirations will lead your company into the future. Make a list of all the things that inspire you and start incorporating all of those items into your everyday life and work schedule. Next is stop dreaming and start doing something. Now is the right time to stop dreaming and sleeping. Pearson, that only dream, cannot become a successful entrepreneur. They are only dreamers. Entrepreneurship requires execution in addition to dreaming. Because of that, start doing something about your dreams right now. Next is don't rely on accidents. Accidents are not the rules in entrepreneurship. Don't rely on them in your business. Instead of that, try to incorporate as much possible facts in your decision-making as possible. And that means, you know, getting the facts, you know, and then uh, making sure that they check out, making sure that you fact-checked everything as much as possible, and getting with your team. If you have a team, that's great because great minds think alike, 
you know, and great minds also think differently. And in order to give you a different perspective on a certain problem in order to have the best solution. Next is be great for something. If you want to become a successful entrepreneur, you'll need to be great at something. You need to be better than everyone else in those subject matters. So are you? Next is develop your greatness. If you think that you're not so excellent to start your company now, start developing your greatness. You will need it. So, you know, start taking classes, as I said, or start working out, start drinking more water. I know I need to do that. Um, You know, network, start marketing, whatever it is, because a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So whatever it is that you do, exude confidence, you know, maybe start a journal and have affirmations. And maybe you can have an affirmation that you say every day for a week and then come up with a different affirmation. Or you could create them if if you really don't enjoy doing it or you're super, super busy, then create 12 affirmations and say one affirmation every day for one month. And then you can, you know, change them up. (laughs) Maybe add one and drop one off for the next year and so on and so forth. But saying positive affirmations, pumping yourself up, because if you don't believe in yourself, you know, even though someone else may believe in you, you're not going to believe it. So pump yourself up, give yourself a pep talk. We all need to do that. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself just how great you are, just how beautiful you are, just how um, what a wonderful human being you are and that you are blessed in order to be a blessing to others. And it does work as opposed to going out, you know, um, negatively or being down, a Debbie Downer or whatever that looks like (laughs) for you. Next is just do it better than everyone else in order to become a successful entrepreneur. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. However, you'll need to do it better than everyone else in your field. This will require continuous improvement in the personal and professional arena. Again, always being willing and able to have continued education, whatever that looks like. Even though I'm going to real estate school in order to become a realtor, um, also taking um, continued education classes that I know that I'll need for the next two years of being a realtor. I'm doing it alongside Uh, going to prep school in order to pass my class. And it just builds more confidence in me saying, you know, Lisa, you can do it. You are the right person to be a realtor and thereby help others find their dream home and sell their homes. So on the other side of the break, we'll come back with more on the Lisa Lewis show. Stay tuned.
laughter was such good medicine, ancient Greek physicians sent their patients to visit comedians to be healed. In the 1300s, surgeon Henry D. Mondeville used to tell jokes to his patients in the recovery room. Dr. Mondeville must have been a bit of a vitzel such. That's a person who tells jokes and no one ever laughs. We laugh six times more when in the company of another person than we do by ourselves, and 30 times more when we are in a group. Laughter isn't under our conscious control. If you've ever started hackinating at school, in church, or at a funeral, you know what I'm talking about. Cacinating is another word for uncontrollable laughter. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Toginet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled The 100 Ways to Become Wealthy. So, Let's delve in. I don't think we'll finish all these today, but we will uh, circle back around on a later date in order to uh, finish those. Uh, Let's see. Start with your prototype. It's time to make your first prototype for your products and services, perhaps. It doesn't matter what it is. You need something to show to your customers and test everything that you have before it is developed, uh, like beta testing, if you will, especially if you're coming out with something that's brand new, maybe something that the market hasn't seen or that it's unique, you'll want to make sure that you do uh, a lot of beta testing. Next is try yourself on the market. Maybe your prototypes of products and services are the best in the world, but you are not to judge. The market and customers are the judges. So make a great impression. Implement the feedback from the market into your product and service. Why are you trying yourself with a market if you don't implement the feedback from the market in the form of improvement of your products and services or your overall future business? It wouldn't make sense, right? We were talking about earlier on the podcast, um, how I love getting feedback from my Airbnb that I host. Um, I, you know, because it allows me to see it from the client's or the guest perspective. And since I'm wanting to make a unique and phenomenal experience for guests, 
um, all the future guests that become that come behind that guest's suggestion, it helps. And so I love getting that feedback and also making it just a great place. And um, also, I love going to one of the things that I'm going to do is go to um, I love going to antique shops and finding little uh, trinkets in order to put in the Airbnb. That's a lot of fun. So I'll have to start doing that on the weekends now that it's summertime. Next is make your products and services easy and understandable. You cannot expect that you will sell your products and services if they are not clear to your potential customers. Make them be easily understandable and clear about what they do from the first interaction. If you're leaving people to guess and wonder, usually people move on. They lose interest if something isn't made clear. So make sure that there is clarity. Also, you'll want to brand your business if you want to become a successful entrepreneur. What about your business name or logo? Make something really recognizable. Again, that goes back to marketing. It goes back to networking. You know, what is what is your business name? Think about it from the long term, because I'm sure whatever your business name is, you don't want to change it. Right. So think if that is going to be have longevity. Um, also, think about the logo, um, you know, and also your slogan. If you're going to have a slogan, what you know, what is it going to be and what does it represent in the marketplace? Next, what about your own risk? Think about your own risk. How much risk could you tolerate? This is an essential question for you as an entrepreneur. Next, don't forget to talk about it constantly. You want to become an entrepreneur. Start talking about your passion, about your future business, about problems that it will solve. You will need to start creating buzz around your dreams from the beginning of the process. This is so true. And this is why I love talking about real estate because, you know, I'm planting seeds and I'm letting you all know about my progress as far as school. And also that, you know, I'm in the market to help you either buy or sell or lease your next home. And so, again, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. And if people don't know what you do, then you don't know if you can help those people that you encounter. And so I know it's, it can be uncomfortable talking about yourself, but don't think of it as it's about you. Think about it's about the other person. And so if you take yourself out of the equation and make it about the other person, then I can tell you from personal experience that it goes smoother. Because if you're, you know, if you're saying, um, if you don't tell someone about your business, you're already making a judgment call for them. You're already saying no to yourself for them. When in fact, once they hear a little bit about it, they might say, you know what? I, I don't need that, but I do know someone who could, who needs that. And so if they don't need it, who else do they know that may need it? So you have to think about it from that perspective as well. Next, what's your vision? How are you seeing the future of your company? Where is your small business taking you and your customers in the next five or 10 years? Your vision is very important for the future success of your company. 
then you have to think about the strategy. You need a strategy if you want your vision to become a reality. Without the strategy, you will lose your entrepreneurial journey. Have in mind that your entrepreneurial journey is not an easy journey from A to B points. There are many constraints that you will need to overcome, and you can do it. Next, develop clear business model. Draw your business model on a piece of paper, and you can see the connections between the most important business elements. I like to do, to do this ever so often. Even you know, maybe take out construction paper and do it once a year, or a poster board, and um, you know, put the different things that you see. Where do you see your business projecting to? You know, where's the growth, and um, also um, where were things that are going going well that you can keep those things in place and expand upon that. Next, you'll want to plan your path to success. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be after five or ten years. Next, you need to connect the dots. You need to draw your trajectory to your vision and then that becomes your plan. Prepare yourself for the next five years. You must prepare yourself for those years by using data and different facts from inside as well as outside of your business in order to predict the future and prepare for that future. You'll want to write a business plan. The business plan will be your path to success. Everything that you make until here, you you will need in order to transfer it into a great business plan. So it will help out a lot by doing that. Like I was saying earlier in the podcast, we were talking about having perhaps a journal and a journal when you're writing different things down and different things that you've encountered or different questions that you don't have the solution to yet, it helps you in order to uh, perform and also in order to draw up a better business plan. Next, you want to define your SMART goals. When you set up your business goals, check that they are SMART. Um, Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time limited. Then we want to be realistic when we plan for our business. Don't lie to yourself about your business plan. Make it as real as possible. When you really need to, Realign your business plan in order to um, correlate with reality. And sometimes I know I, in the beginning, when I was an entrepreneur, I thought, okay, this is a business plan. Great. I'm done with that. I don't have to take it out for the next five to 10 years, but that's not true. Depending on how much you're scaling, you might need to take that business plan out once a quarter, you know, or once a year, or you might need to take it out once a month. It just depends on how well you're scaling, how well you're advancing. And so everyone's um, everyone's path to that success will be quite different. But don't be afraid. I know sometimes you, like I said, that was my case. I made a business plan and I thought, okay, I was taught you can tuck that away. You don't have to bring that out for the next three, five or 10 years. And it's just not so because sometimes you need to maybe um, – pivot the plan. I mean, with what has happened to us over the last year and a half, we've had to pivot a lot. 
So, you know, just what I'm saying is be prepared to change the ink on your business plan. Also, ask for help if you need it when you plan your business. Sometimes you can't make all the predictions, analyze, analyze, or the calculations in your business plan. So if you need a little help, do not hesitate to get that help. And that's where having a business mentor will come into play. It will be very helpful and you will um, be able to glean from their expertise because they've already been before you. Next, the best plan is when you include answers from potential customers. Ensure that your business plan has incorporated the answers from potential customers. It is important because your business uh, will serve them. And that's what I was saying about the Airbnb. That's why I love getting feedback because they're helping me serve people who are just like them. And so it helps you um, fine tune your business as well and keep you on the right track. Next, you'll want to keep your plan as simple as possible. The most important thing that is uh, it, for you is keeping your employees um, in training, so to speak, and letting them in on the plan and making sure that it's a culture that's inclusive and that has diversity as well, because that is going to give you more bang for your buck in any business that you are in. And also, we don't want to forget about responsibilities, right? Uh, so implement responsibilities, also delegate. I found that delegating is the key to having any successful business. Because say you want to go out of town, you know, I've heard some people say, well, the business will never run if I'm not there. Well, that's not going to be a successful business. So make sure you delegate. So hopefully this has been a great podcast for you today. I loved being with you all on this thankful Thursday. And so go out and have a thankful Thursday and a great day. And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. Remember, if it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movements.